Gotta get your brain right if you're trying to make a million dollars. If you ain't gonna do it for yourself, then do it for your mama. Only stay surrounded by them people if you know they solid. Elevate your hustle up today to double up your profit. Trying to learn some games, every y'all gonna talk about it. No Deanna, speak that shit that everybody vouches. Ain't no more excuses valid. Get up off the couch and get up in your bag. To your bank account, need an accountant. Yo, 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 welcome back to the greatest show on earth, the Millionaire Mindsets Podcast. I am host, Xavier. And before we get this show started, I would like to advise all the listeners and watchers to please subscribe, uh, like, leave a comment, or a five-star rating. All those things we would greatly, greatly appreciate it. We're trying to run those numbers up, y'all. So once again, if y'all could do that, we would greatly appreciate it. Getting right to the show, because y'all know I'm not I'm not a small talk kind of person. I don't really like small talk. I like to get straight to it. I got a special guest, man. He's killing it. His name is Q Banks. Welcome to the show, bro. I'm excited you're here, man. Appreciate it, man. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. Thank you. So getting right, so getting right to it, man. So for the people who may be stuck on that rock, they might not have ever heard of you. Just give some background on yourself real quick. Yeah, so it's <laughs> good. Like my name is Quillen Black, aka Q Banks on IG. Um, I'm mainly known for trading in like the currency market mainly. Um, from that point, um, I focus a lot on like other types of investments in the um digital assets with cryptos, currencies, um, we have a funding program, like all these things, but it's all based around like the trading industry overall. Those like that's pretty much like like my overall forte, you know. Okay, okay. Yeah. So how how you get um started in it? Um, first started from like when I was twenty years old. I'm thirty two now. Um, just dabbling first in like stock options and that kind of shit, and then right, eventually right. got on to, you know, trading currencies, which has you know a lot more, let's say like lower capital needed to actually make some good money. So then eventually um started doing that. And yeah, got very, very good at it. Started my educational platform called Wall Street Academy. And then, yeah, been booming ever since, honestly. Like 15,000 students all around the entire world. Um, yeah, I've that's crazy. Doing that for like eight years now. So yeah, man, like it's my bread and butter, you know? That's 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 crazy, man. So, uh, congrats on all your success. But I remember, because um, speaking of uh, Forex, because I remember when I first started hearing the Forex, I think I was talking to someone else about this. I was like, I think the, um, like all the bots, and the, uh, like the M, the L, the MLMs, they gave it like a bad rap for a while because I know a lot of people they just immediately they heard forex they yeah. thought scam. Nah, so like, like I I pretty much seen everything. Like so, it's, even in in 2014, like when the, the NIT started actually coming around, like, it was very very different. Right. It wasn't much like educational platforms around. That's when MLMs for trading wasn't even around yet until like around 2015, 2016 ish, and then eventually um, it boomed so hard in that industry that people kind of like forgot that yo like you don't have to be a part of an mlm to actually trade and that kind of shit you right know what I'm saying? so like i i'm pretty much like one of the ones that pretty much stuck to the roots to kind of like show people like yo like you don't have to be a part of an mlm you can pretty much learn the craft and from there trade individually just by yourself and that kind of shit so mm. seeing all that happen um and then eventually you know tech technology got better bots and that kind of shit um that's when the bots kind of like started taking over everything and then started turning everything into a scam and then yeah, like people kind of like ruined um, certain aspects of it. But at the same time, yeah. like for the people that actually do it, do it, do it, like we're not really worried because you know, like we don't really need people to actually make money. Right, right, yeah, right. Yeah. So how long? Um, how long did it take you to become a full-time trader? Um, well, to be confident enough to go on my own, mm -hmm. um, I probably said like around. So like I was working at Target in 2014 um, through 2015. Like I, I worked at Target for like 10 months, and I took the leap of faith when pretty much I was making like a good amount of money, but I was making like, let's say like at, at that point, I was still having like a, a 1K days and that kind of shit, mm -hmm. even at Target. But at the same time, like still taking like that that leap of just 
leaving something that's guaranteed, even though like I wasn't really making months, like probably like three fifty, four hundred dollars every two weeks at Target. It was just the fact of leaving a job. But I felt like um it was not even about like if I was ready to even jump. But at the same time, it was just the fact that um I was jumping, but also being confident in myself to know that I could actually take it on like beyond just, you know, just freelancing, you know what I'm saying? Like, like not even being attached to nobody, like not being attached to a job and that kind of stuff and just doing like my, like my own shit just individually, you know? How many, how many hours, if you had to guess, how many hours you think you put in before you really like felt fully confident in your abilities to do it? Man, I, um, I can't even count the hours, bro, because at the time, like, I mean, um, you know, getting getting into like a whole new language and that kind of stuff, like like this is like a whole new language like when it comes right. to the investing world and that kind of stuff. So, I mean, I can't even count the hours, bro, but like, I remember like days after days after days, like I'm falling asleep on my laptop, just like typing like, like this. I have photos and everything on my IG, like I'm like this, <laughs> knocked out day after day after day after day after day after day, just, um. Pretty much getting the um like my skill set together, you know, and getting like my chart time in. That's pretty much when we're actually analyzing on the charts and that kind of shit. Like that, pretty much is hours that we're putting in to actually get better at that certain craft. Um, but who knows now, bro? Like I'm definitely well over like damn thirty thousand, forty thousand dollars. I feel like yeah, bro. Like I've been on my shit, man. Like I haven't took a day off in like about eight eight, eight years. Like I feel like this is a craft that you got to put a lot of time into. Plus, um, I was teaching a lot also I, have, I teach on my online platform i was teaching in person i was pretty much trading on my, i'm trading like right now you know what i'm saying like it's a lot of time that i'm putting in throughout the entire day so it's, so like the hours is just, it's crazy, it, it comes you know what yeah. i'm saying but to count it can't can't really say yeah. man but i'm on every, every single day for, for the past like eight years the reason yeah. i ask is because i think these days so many people like they hear about trading they learn trading they might start trading two weeks later they're like man fuck my job i'm out not like well it's it's uh that, that that's like a valid thought but like yeah. a super invalid thought but at the same time like i mean this is something that could definitely make you a lot of money very very quickly but at the same time like it it, it gives you it has like a misconception behind it because at the same time like you can make money quickly but how how often can you sustain that profitability you know what i'm saying so so you have to pretty much learn the craft but also like practice your craft day after day after day after day to the point that you could just actually depend on just your craft mm. to, to make the kind of living that you want to make you know what i'm saying right right yeah. right and I like I like asking traders this like whenever I have a trader on the show I like asking them like from their opinion and perspective what makes a good trader. Well, I mean, keep in mind I've I've, I've taught students all around the world. I, I I did all that, so I've come across many many kinds of people that pretty much started from nothing to the point that they actually be, become a trader that they aspire to be. So I mean, um, like I have a different perspective on that that okay. entire thing. You know, for one, um. You got to be resilient. You know what I'm saying? Like, take a no for an answer. Like, 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 not even like, let's say, being open to failure at any any point in time. Like, you're going to lose money in that kind of shit, but getting back up, keep on going, um, losing money again, save up again, like, go back on the charts again. Like, pretty much, like, you got to pretty much have that type of um, trait alone. You have to be passionate about the um, craft itself. You have to be um, open to critiques you know like there's a lot of things that's going to happen like when it comes to like getting critiqued in this type of industry because technical analysis is very very um you know certain things have, have to be done a certain kind of way at a certain time and like that has to you be mean about it? um it's it's very um it's a case-to-case -case basis okay. like like e each and every trade that you actually take um you're approaching it differently each and every time you're going to pretty much be using certain tools at different times to analyze the market to pretty much comprehend like what you're looking at 
Um, and it's always going to be a, li a, a little bit different as far as like you have like a set of tools laid out. Like there's certain times that you got to pretty much use this tool versus this tool. But at the same time, like at different times, like you got to analyze a certain kind of way because the charts are, are always going to be a little bit different. But you have to pretty much use your, your tools to actually. So that was, yeah, right, yeah right, right, right. but it's going to be the same tools every single time, but a different order every single time. Um, and yeah, the, the uh, market is always changing. Like even for the past like couple of years, the market has changed drastically since like Bitcoin has been been moving heavy and that kind of stuff. Also, so all that pretty much took part in like you know why the markets change each and every day, each and every year. Um, and, and yeah, so like you got to pretty much critique that each and every year and every that kind of year, stuff. Right. So like you can't just like learn learn like one style and just like stick, stick to one with. style. Like that style grows as you're growing. Also, yeah, that's some game, bro. Yeah. and what's what's so. In your opinion, what's like the biggest mistake that you see like new traders make when they get into the markets? Um, watching other people, bro. You know mm. what I'm saying? Like, like, like mm. not comparing to like your brand new, and you're comparing yourself to a person that's been on it for five years, or six years, or seven years, or you know what I'm saying, or, or a person that pretty much has a bit more of a skill, like when it comes to like, um, you know, analyzing certain patterns or, or that kind of stuff. Like, like their pattern recognition just naturally is just a lot higher than than yours so like that pretty much gives them a little bit of edge or they, they they study better you know like all those small things that pretty much matters so like if you pretty much step into like the to this field now um not knowing like what to expect like going going to a person that has been on it for, like me for eight years now yeah. you're looking at the wrong thing like i tell people all the time like yo don't go on my instagram like if if you just started trading, do not go on my Instagram because <laughs> why you say that? Because you, you're seeing Lambo, you're, you're seeing <laughs> Ferrari, you're seeing traveling, you're seeing all, mm -hmm. all all the cars that are having that kind of shit. Because I'm a car collector also, mm -hmm. so at the same time, like over time, trading has been able me to actually afford those kind of things. But at the same time, like for a brand new person looking at me, like you're gonna fuck yourself. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm eight years in, you're one day in. So yeah. I don't want to throw you off too too much. Focus on 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 a person that pretty much. It's still in that groove of just trying to get it in and um, find their rhythm and that kind of shit. Because I feel like um, you could like throw a person off to make them think that they can make a thousand dollars like tomorrow. tomorrow. You know what I'm saying? And have things going at, at that point. Like, oh shit, like where's the Lambos like next week? Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's People kinda, really like, think that too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's, 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 it's a very, very common thing. So I feel mm -hmm. like just um just focusing on your own path and like not really watching the path of like what everybody else got going on because like they've been pretty... They probably study a lot longer than you. They they've probably been in a lot longer than you. Like all these things, like it's a lot of variables that that come into it to the point that you have to kind of like just focus on just your own shit, you know. Mm. Because once you actually focus on that other person's stuff, then you're gonna get thrown you're off to try to catch up to where where they are. But in reality, like that's not what it is because it's it's your own game. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and that, that's a, a strong life lesson. Period. For real. Yeah, yeah. Just worry about yeah. yourself. And let me let me let's let's talk about crypto for a second. Like. We all know the crypto market been in the shits. What's your thoughts on that? Um, I mean, great market overall, still, man. But at the same time, like, I mean, you're still in a in like a a world that is still being he heavily adapted. Um, even like now, like, I mean, Bitcoin is at like around fifteen thousand or six or sixteen thousand now. Um, I mean, I'm very very down on crypto, but at the same time, like, I mean, it's a market. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. you're actually implementing like a crazy ass new currency to the point that it could change the world, like how it it kind of already has. Um. So it's going to fluctuate very, very heavily. So a lot of banks and that kind of stuff can actually get a piece of that pot when it does finally get to 100000 and that mm -hmm. kind of stuff. Because um, I came across this movie the other day and it was like a, a futuristic movie. And then they're in the car and then they're like, 
well, on the radio, they're like, oh, Bitcoin now just hit on 500,000, blah, blah, blah. And it's, it's, it's supposed to be like 2090 or some shit. But I'm, I'm like, wow, like they're it's talking crazy. about this in movies in the future. So like you kind of can already see that it's being put into the system mm -hmm. slowly and that kind of stuff. So, I mean, eventually it'll, it'll get there, but it's a, a great currency to, um, to be okay. a part of, you know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like you, you can't lose, you know? I agree, man. And yeah. the funny thing about crypto, because I've been uh, investing this since 2017, you only hear from people that's not investing in it when it's really high or if it's really low. People are like, dang, you still you still a believer? You're like, yeah, yeah it should change. Man, like, um, so like I've I've been into crypto since like 20, like late 2015. Like when it was like like around six hundred dollars on that's crazy on Bitcoin. So at the same time, like seeing it come come from there to 60k, back down to 20k, back back down to 4k, you know, and then all of a sudden back up to like 40k again, like it's a great market to I be agree. in, but you got to have, you know, a lot of balls to, to like really stick no, through that, <laughs> that fluctuation, you know? Do you, do you, do you think, do you think that market is harder to trade it in stocks due to it being 24 seven? So yes, if you're day trading it, but, um, typically like a lot of people that I know, especially like myself, like we, we mainly use it for transactions, um, as far as like day-to-day -day transactions and that kind of stuff, like even like when it comes to trading, we have, you know, you have your brokerage and that kind of stuff. So like whenever you're doing the withdrawals, you're withdrawing in a lot of times cryptos, which goes straight to Bitcoin immediately. So that's a, that's like a very, very short-term transaction. It's not like we're holding it the, the entire time. We have investments that pretty much, um, it got in to, at like around 10K or 5K or, or that kind of stuff. But at the same time, like when it comes to like day-to-day day -day transactions, like Bitcoin is good because... You could transfer a hundred thousand like in like five minutes versus going to the yep. bank for like a wire transfer and all this verification that kind of stuff. Transferring five hundred thousand that kind of, like that's easy with Bitcoin, with not much full like verification. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Not much questions and everything being asked from the bank and that kind of stuff. So, so I feel like things like that is beneficial for um, even like certain car dealerships. Like they accept B Bitcoin also, you know, because they understand that that's like, going to be a part of the future as well. You, you know? ever bought one using crypto? A car? Yeah, a, yeah. A lot of my cars. For real? Yeah, I bought um like my Ferrari Pista. I I bought in all Bitcoin. Um I, I bought my black Lamborghini SV in all Bitcoin. Um I bought my Bentley in all Bitcoin. Um That's crazy. Yeah, like because like it's it's common to me to actually do do it now because like especially like with the the person that I used to actually broker like my cars to like find like my specs and that kind of stuff, like they accept cryptos because they pretty much understand that it's still money. Mm -hmm. It's just money that you can now make money from. Like even like when I had bought my Ferrari and everything, um, um, it was five hundred thousand, five hundred and ten thousand when I bought it in twenty twenty. Um, it was at Bitcoin was at thirteen k. Um, so I sent the, I sent the guy the um five ten. Four days later, that that same amount was at seventeen k. So he could have made an extra like seventy k off the, the money that I sent him. Exactly. Immediately. Immediately. Just from holding it, mm -hmm. but he, but he didn't hold it though. Got rid of he didn't that's what that's what always happened. But he was an older guy, okay. you know what I'm saying? So at the same time, like he never really um he just seen it as just like, yo, I need that money now. Like he wanted a wire transfer. I had bitcoins, so at the same time, like he he wanted it in his bank immediately. If he held out just a week, just holding, that would have been an extra yeah, man, money. Extra. Yeah. Facts. That's yeah. crazy, bro. Yeah. So so what got speaking of cars, what got you in the cars? As a kid, man, as a kid, it's always been like a passion of mine, honestly. Like um, growing up in Jamaica and everything, like, you know, it was, it was first, I was very, very big into trucks, like 18-wheelers, because like, that's all that I seen, like growing up in the country and that kind of thing. But when I came to America, it was, it was more, you have, you're seeing more, you yeah. know, you're you're seeing all, all these cars that you only seen online and that kind of stuff. So I feel like um, from that point, you know, I'm getting into an, 
like a vehicle that could actually get me to that point that I could actually afford these kind of cars, then um, then when I was able to get them, then I'm gonna you know live it out at that point. You know, how many you have right now? Nine cars. You got nine. Yeah. Damn, that's great. Do you feel like um, having those, especially being in Miami, you do feel like it uh, impacted your life positively? Like different perks and stuff like that? Um, I mean, for one, it's a passion of mine. You know what right. I'm saying? So it's not like I'm doing it for others. I'm doing it for like myself, just living out my passions and shit. But um, yeah, like, you know, I, t- I said this all the day, like, yo, like if you're driving a Honda, like if you're at a gas station, like no one's going to ask you like what you do for a living. That's a fact. You know what I'm saying? If you're driving like a car that costs 500000 or $800,000, they're going to, you're like what, you, like, what do you do for a living? Like, how old are you again? You know, like, like they get, they get a little bit curious because of that right there. So I feel like just that alone, like a car alone just opens up like a network that you never had before and that kind of stuff. So like people might think it's um superficial and that kind of shit. But at the same time, like, yo, listen, like it gets you places, you know, yeah. like, like when it comes down to it, like even like going to a car show, like a supercar car show, all those people that's fucking at the car show, they do something that's not like a regular job. Right. You know, so being open to that alone, like you can learn a few things, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I want to talk about um, mindset and discipline for a second because I, I want to ask you, how do you, as a man that's living, like you say, living in Miami is my favorite city. Like you said, that's your favorite city. And you, you live a life of luxury. How are you able to maintain that discipline to keep stay focused and keep working? I mean, I wouldn't even say this. Like, I don't really focus on the whole life of luxury part. You know what I'm saying? Like, I have a balance at right. the same time. Like, um, I... I have luxury in certain parts of my life, but not every single aspect of my life. Um, you gotta, yeah, just create a balance, bro. Like, um, you kind of get used to things. Like, once you you get used to seeing a certain thing each and every day and that kind of stuff, you kind of get numb to it, like desensitized. Mm-hmm. And then from that point, you could just focus on like what's really important. Yes, yeah, that's, that's important, yeah. man. Because I know, like, I always had a conversation. You know, these days it's a lot of distractions with social media. Shit, it's the shit mm-hmm. going on outside. If you like being outside, so I know for many people. Staying disciplined and continuing to work, especially after they achieve some success, it becomes harder and harder for a lot of people. Yeah, um, that's why it's just a, a, as important to keep a certain kind of people around you as well. Right. You know what I'm saying? Um, people that surround you that can actually keep you grounded, um, that can actually, you know, like, tell you if you're, you're fucking up. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, like, you tripping, like, you know, like, that kind of thing. I feel like that's just a, as important as just having new people around you as well. You kind of have, like, you know, that, that person that pretty much keeps you balanced, um, when you're interacting with these new people and that kind of stuff, or going through certain phases in your life and that kind of thing. Yeah, it makes sense. It yeah. makes sense. If you mind sharing, what's some of what's some of your favorite um cryptos? Um, I, I'm not super, super heavy into it. Like like my um my business partner, he pretty much focuses on full, full cryptos, That's um it. Emil Trader. Um, but with me, like I mean, I, I focus on the the main thing with the just with, with just Bitcoin, which is what I actually use for, for those daily kind of transactions and that kind of stuff. But um, you know, that's the common stuff, Bitcoin, Litecoin, like right. kind of stuff, Ethereum, because th- those are things that I'm using in my daily life for certain stuff. So at the same time, like that alone is like, like my focus point, but I don't go too, too in depth with it. But at the same time, like that's just not my focus point. Um, I'll invest into it, but I'm not going to sit there and, and research like what's the new crypto and that kind of thing. Right, right, right. So like, so it's 20, just, this, this is just your opinion. So 2030, like, what do you think? Stuff like Bitcoin and Ethereum. And by the people that's listening, this, like I said, this is opinion. You know, you got motherfuckers that'll be like, yeah, yeah. he said it's going to be this. So what do you think it's going to be in 2030? In 2030? What's, what's 2022? Um, I'll probably say, yo, I'll probably say like 70K, bro. 70K, 80K. Oh, a Bitcoin? Yeah. I'll probably, probably say that. Thanks. And remember, like, 2030 is around the corner. You know what I'm saying? It's eight years, it's, things are, are, are going like pretty quickly. So at the same yeah. time, like, of course, I'll be like 80,000, like a little bit under 100K probably, you know, it's, it probably still has like that fluctuation, like probably hits 80K and jumps back to 40K. Then all of a sudden 
40 k yeah. back up to nine. You know what I'm saying? Like like that kind of shit. So that volatility, that volatility, crazy. Yeah. And uh, what's um regarding trading? If you mind sharing this, also, what are some of your biggest wins and losses trading? Um, I just spoke about this the other day on site. So, yeah. Um, like my biggest win in one day was four hundred and fifty thousand dollars. That's crazy. That's when I had, had bought the um piece of the Ferrari, the red okay. Ferrari. I had flew out to Missouri and everything. That's when I paid, I paid the guy the five ten. <laughs> um, from one trade, from one trade. That's crazy. What was it? What trade was it? It was uh, four hundred ten thousand. That was a uh, ten lot on US thirty. Ten lot on US thirty. Uh, four hundred ten thousand dollars, just like that. How much yeah. did you have, did you have to put up to risk? No, so at that point in time, I had um I started my account with six hundred k because I mean I, I was already making money and everything. So like I started my account with six hundred k. Um, I grew it from six hundred k to one point eight. Lost <laughs> this biggest loss. Okay, it, it comes along with that as well. Um, I lost three hundred k in one day. Damn. Um, when I was on my anniversary, and after that, boom, boom, boom close, withdraw. I'm done. I bought the car, and I, and I was chilling. That's crazy. Same yeah. day. No, no, not, not same day, but, no, but, not the, not but like the same, same account timeline. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. That's, that's, hey, that's, the, I, I asked a lot of people that question. Remember, like, right? I don't cap about anything. You know what I'm no, saying? I believe, no, I believe, no, no, no. Big numbers, pe people get a, a little like, oh, shit. Yeah. Everything's on IG. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. And then, and then you got people, because I know people, they'll hear that. They'll be like, man, he got, six, he got uh, all that money in a day. They'll think they could do the same with an account with goddamn $10 in it. Yeah, no, I remember like, all that, all that takes time to develop, and um, I feel like every every single trader has to actually, you know, go through those downfalls and everything of taking those big hits to kind of like show you, like, yo, like you're not there yet, you know, like those kind of like just reality moments. Like they try to actually grow, grow an account um too aggressively, and all of a sudden they fucking lose the entire account. You know what I'm saying? And then all of a sudden, like they stop and think, like, you know what? Damn, I gotta probably study a little bit more. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, just again, like not watching what someone else is doing because right. they could do it just because they could do it. That means that you, you could do it eventually, but <laughs> not yet. You know, like right. it takes a certain kind of edge, I feel like. And with the, with the state of the economy, do you still feel like it's a good time to be an active trader? Yeah. It, it doesn't really affect us, honestly. Like even like with, um, a recessions and that kind of stuff, it doesn't really affect us. Like, I feel like, you know, it, it might sound bad, but I mean, we make money when, when a market is bullish or bearish up or down. Um, so it doesn't really affect how we're making daily profit, honestly. Right. At the most that you might experience is probably just like consolidation, which is just like, you know, the, the, the market is moving sideways the entire time. But right. even in that, you know, depending on, you know, how big of a consolidation range that you're ex experiencing, you can still make money in some kind of way as well, mm. you know? And I want to take it back for a second because I know this probably will be uh, a lot a lot more relatable for most people when you mention like working at Target. Like what was your, I just want to go back to like the mentality you had before you say, you know what, I want to go in entrepreneurship and investing and all that. Like, what was your, what was your mind at? Why you working that job? Because it's so, it's millions and millions of people in that position right so now. That I was, I, I was been on the entrepreneurship route. You know what I'm saying? Like, my dad was entrepreneur since okay. he was like th 13 plus. You know what I'm saying? So that was been kind of like instilling our blood and everything is entrepreneurship. Period. Um, so even like then, even at Target, I, I was still aiming entrepreneurship right. as well because um, I was still doing like a, an a affiliate marketing type thing online as well. I already started like, making a little bit of online money to kind of like get a taste of it at least and um just see, seeing people do it you know i was inspired as well not me trying to follow their way but at the same time like knowing that it's possible in some kind of way you know what i'm saying like i believe that you know in, in in every lie there there's a truth in some kind of way right so at the same time like just me seeing it as possible i was i was a bit more tuned into like you know um me actually going full-fledged and actually achieving these kind of things and that kind of shit so um i was never ever blind to it i, I was never ever like just close-minded to 
entrepreneurship or like jumping the on the ship to actually do do my own thing. Mm. You know, that's dope, bro. And also uh, talk about your platform too, just for the people that's listening to this. That this bro, might I be mean, I have, I have a lot of platforms, man. Okay. Um, we have um, I have like my main platform, which is Wall Street Academy, where I actually teach like my methodology and that kind of thing. It's over like 140 hours worth of content on there alone. Um, I had it since like 2016 and it's like a always developing platform as well. Like the better I get, the better my students get as well. Um, because I update a a lot of things on there as far as like how I'm trading and my methodology as I I, I go on and that kind of thing. Then I have, um, my other platform for people that, that is trading, but pretty much don't have the capital. We have a funding program called top tier trader. So that pretty much, um, people run through an evaluation process that pretty much once they they pass a two, a two step evaluation process. Then it gives them it gives them the ability to actually ha- get funded up to what was it like three hundred thousand dollars, and then they could pretty much compound accounts up to six hundred thousand dollars. But you could get um an account for twenty five thousand, hundred thousand, fifty k, two hundred k, three hundred k. Once you actually pass that ev- evaluation process, once you actually buy a challenge, so it gives people the the chance to pretty much make great money based off of their skill, without having the capital to actually you know put up that 300,000 and that kind of thing. They actually can earn that if they buy the package, which is a lot cheaper. And then from there, yeah, you're a thing. That's crazy, though. Yeah. That's dope, too. Thanks, man. Yeah, yeah man. And uh, I, was, I want to talk about uh, branding for a second, too. Because I know- a Branding? That, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. This yeah. Is, I feel like this is dope and uh, a lot of relatable to most people because everybody want to be online building a brand. So in your opinion, what's some of the, some of the uh, biggest keys you think to building a dope brand that's respectable yeah so like um this is like one of well like my, my main brand like right here forever and profit i, I can got a tap like it right here also and shit um it's pretty much um you got to create a brand that pretty much um people can actually resonate to you know what i'm saying like people can actually um look at that brand and be like yo like that's me too you know what i'm saying like they actually can um they understand the storyline of the brand and understand what the brand means to the owner as well, but also the brand can mean a lot to that person at the same time. So like a person has to be able to resonate with the brand based off the, the brand storyline and like where the brand is actually going and that kind of thing. Um, being passionate about a brand, uh, being passionate about a brand, um, promoting the, the um, brand, um, you know, every single day in some kind of way, you know what I'm saying? Like listen to the people to pretty much see like what do they want to see from the brand a lot of times is very, very important as well. Getting, getting small tips on what you could improve on, like what they want to see the the brand do, and that, and all these things, and then implement your your own ideas along with their ideas to make it make sense and that kind of thing. So I feel like just just being very very involved with the brand enough, well as consistently as possible over the years to a point that it could become the household name and that kind of thing. But um, you have to put a lot of work in, but also like make people understand what the brand is about, you know, because once they actually can sit there and actually feel the brand like how the owner feels the brand also then right. i feel like it goes far mm-hmm. yeah how essential is uh storytelling in that process <sighs> bro um very very major because if you it, if your brand just just has a name a cool name but there's no storyline there's nothing behind it it's, it's just a name it means nothing you know what i'm saying like it says nothing like it doesn't it's just a cool name like there's no kind of like um dynamic behind what that brand actually stands for you know versus having a storyline like people can be like damn you know i feel that like forever and profit means that name was actually caused by me trading this this one week and i, I was trading this one trade and um, i was in, in profit for like about three four five days and i'm like god damn like i'm forever in profit like what the hell like it's crazy and it was like back in 2015 it happened and then from that point like forever and profit was 
the brand name itself. So like that pretty much says like, yo, whatever we do in in this market, regardless of what happens, we will be forever in profit because we're gaining a skill set that could actually change our lives in many, many ways. And no one can take that away. So that's why that brand is called Forever in forever Profit forever. because it's a skill set that could take us super far beyond our, our measures, generational knowledge and, and everything. So like you could always be Forever in Profit based off the skill set. I, yeah. I like your story, man, because like you, you've been in the game for almost a decade and you said you, like putting in almost 40, 50,000 hours. That's super respectable just because today you see so many people, you know, so many people, they start. Within three months, they're like, man, why the fuck I ain't got results like you? And they really expect to yeah. have that shit. So to be somebody on the grind for so long, like, I want people to fully understand that the shit don't come overnight. You really got to put that work in. Yeah, and it doesn't even feel like a grind. It's just right. like, it's like it's what just I do. You love. Yeah, that's it. I don't think about it. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's, not, it's, it's not like it's work or nothing like that. It's just like what I like to do. It makes me money great. But at the same time, like, I could also, um, you know, build the kind of lifestyle that I envision for myself, you know? Yeah, yeah, that's 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 crucial, man. Like I said, I I, I um I really salute that because I know how how um hard it is when you're trying to when you building something and you sticking to it year after year. It's, it, it might be times where you feel like you ain't seeing the results that you necessarily want to see, but you still sticking to it regardless. That's yeah. that's very commendable, man. Yeah, um, I feel like that's people that's trying to just watch the money the entire time. You know what I'm saying? I feel like this right here, um, with this brand was very very important because. It wasn't even based on money. It was it was based on just the um, potential of what a skill set can can actually do versus the money at that point in time. Because mm -hmm. back then, like the uh, money wasn't flowing like that yet, you know. But we had a uh, our hands on something that had so much potential to be great, right, you know. Right. So actually trying to fall off because it's not making the, the kind of money like how we expect. It wasn't even like an option because the money wasn't even the focus in the first place. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Yeah. And in your opinion, what's the what's the biggest challenges with being an entrepreneur, you think? Uh um the biggest challenge, I feel like just um finding something that that you're actually very, very into. You know, mm. like finding a passion for a certain thing first. Once you once you, you find that from the many ventures that you might come across um, the one that you, you do find and stick to, I feel like that's the one that, that, that you focus on the most. But um, it takes time to actually, you know, go, go through certain industries and that kind of stuff to kind of like see where you fit in. Because once you actually find that spot after like the fourth or fifth time, then you could actually build a lot from that. Because I've seen many, many people come from, let's say, um, two or three different companies and th then all of a sudden settle to something that I had no idea that they were even into. You know exactly. what I'm saying? But at the same time, I feel like it, it takes a person to actually step out of that comfort zone to explore those ideas and um, see where they actually fit in. So like trying to find like a passion for a certain craft and um, yeah, just finding where you fit in. Mm. Yeah. Throughout these eight, nine years, was it, was there ever a time where you felt burnt out? Um, I wouldn't necessarily say like burnt out, but uh, well, yeah, yeah. Burnt out when I was teaching. Um, like okay. I, I do like my in-person classes, like all around the country. I taught in Australia for like um, a month. Um, I, I, I flew to Austin to teach. Mm -hmm. Um, Dallas, uh, New York, LA, multiple times, all over Florida and everything because, uh, you know, that's the uh, main spot. Um, so I was definitely burnt out for the five years that I was teaching and doing that. Like every other week I was having like a brand new class, like 20, right. 20, 30 students sold out in seconds, that, that kind of shit. And I did it for like five years bouncing around, that's traveling, crazy, traveling, man. traveling. But it was cool though. But, um, at the same time, like, I feel like that was very, very important because I had to like, you know, put in that time to actually build my, my brand name as well. Um, actually putting like the groundwork in, right? You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, going yeah. to ground, I'm like mm -hmm. showing people like my face and everything to introduce like my brand to that to um the people that you know 
they, they know the brand, but, but they want to meet the face of the brand a lot of times. How, how do you uh, rekindle that flame when you, feel, when, you, when you are feeling like kind of burnt out? Um, focus on a new project at times, you know, like focus on like, focus on something that you could pretty much find that, that um, fire again, you know, um, because once, you know, I was done teaching, you know, all right, cool. Like, so I'm burnt out of this. Like, let me just find something else that I'm super passionate about in that same field, of course, but at the same time, it's like not exactly that. So then I, then I pretty much turned that entire like in-person segment of things into an NFT, which is still being sold till this day, which is great. Right. So I turned everything into an NFT, which is now on that market That's hard, bro. on OpenSea. So like I was able to actually take advantage of like the um, new digital assets digital and then output. put it into something that I was been doing for five years that people still want to experience, but without me giving that anymore. Yeah. I, I want to uh, ask you this because I like asking people this question too. So like, you know, when you don't, when you don't have money, you completely think about money differently, differently compared to when you actually get it. You look at it differently when you actually accomplish having it. So is there anything that like realizations you had when you actually attained the money that you like completely thought like it was the wrong, the wrong thinking or I'm trying to act this the right, the right way. Like you get what as I'm saying? As far as like order of importance type thing. Right? Order That's... of importance or like just the wrong philosophy around money. Yeah. Um. So for one, you know, um, I feel like you can't, take advice, you can't take much advice from a person that don't have money. <laughs> right. Because they don't understand the same experiences like how you've already That's experienced. A, so like right. you, you've already experienced things and then they are assuming things, you know, like. That, That's a bar. It doesn't make sense, you know what I'm saying? Like you're going based off of like me actually experiencing things versus taking your assumptions on how it could work or how it might work. It's not the same, you know? So I feel like just um saying that, uh, let's say, um, you know, buying a an expensive car, like for example, like like that certain parent that that might say, yo, like don't don't, don't get do a BMW that. or like, don't get a Benz, like that kind of thing. It, it's expensive, but not realizing, like, yo, listen, like that car can now open doors that I never had access to before, like Facts. things like that. You know what I'm saying? Just Facts. that concept alone, I feel like is very very important. Just like understand that you have to spend money to make money. All facts. And yeah. what's funny is when it comes to money, it's, it's, it's usually the, the people with the opinion, opinions is usually the ones that never had those experiences. Those exactly. are the ones you hear from the most. Every, yeah. Everybody got an opinion when you got it. And they know yeah. they trying to tell you what to do, what you should do, what you shouldn't yeah. do. And you're like, damn. Some people get flustered. Some people get lost in the sauce, all that shit. Yeah, no, it's, it's a common thing, man. That's why you, I feel like you, you, you got to have your blinders on in some kind of way as well, you know, um, because you don't want to get sidetracked by um, like bad bad influence or like bad uh just um ideas advice that, advice that you might get from a person that hasn't experienced those those things so that, so that so like now you're taking advice from a person that hasn't had those same experiences or come close to those experiences so that could also throw you off as well it's like take it with a grain of salt type thing like right. don't you could hear it hear it out but i mean to not to ingest it i feel like as you as you continue to grow and reach new levels how how important is your um circle around you um, probably one of the most important things, man. Um, you gotta have, uh, it's like having good soil, you know what I'm saying? Like having good soil and, and um, having an environment around you that can allow you to grow versus having bad soil. Now, all of a sudden, er everybody around you is pretty much trying to keep you down the entire time. Right. You know what I'm saying? So like, yeah, like have a, a good environment around you that, that allows you to, to grow into something beautiful as well. So yeah. do you think it's harder to trust the more successful you become? Naturally. Yeah, definitely. Definitely, definitely, definitely naturally. Um, you can't tell a person everything, you know, because then they can use it 
against, against you and that kind of stuff. So like, you got to be very, very selective on how you speak and um, speak less and listen more. You know what I'm saying? Like, just as time goes on and everything else, just listen more than yeah. trying to actually have, you, have your voice heard. And sometimes when people get some sense, they 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 ready to, to to tell everybody how they did it. They thought processes on it, and like you said, the more you speak, the more you don't. Uh, it's like they call it the evil wow. You don't know who has that watching you with that jealous, that envy, that's mm-hmm. taking the shit you're saying. They yeah. want to do some crazy. You, you never really know. So I completely agree. It is you should speak less and listen more. Yeah, but I yeah. know for a lot of people, that's probably not as e- easy to do. Again, like it's a experience thing. You know what I'm saying? Like I feel like they have to experience certain things to actually. Like oh sure like you know I should have d- done so and so you know if you was if you was let's let's say you was starting um, the position you was in when you was at Target if you was starting in that position in 2022 like how would you to if you want to be, be a successful successful person how would you uh, start today to on that path damn bro um for for one um investing invest in education that's the most important thing right that's literally the the most important thing because for one. You're you're paying someone to pretty much give you their experience, so you don't have to actually go through everything. As far as um, you're taking like a, a nice, the learning curve is going to be a lot shorter Facts. that way versus going through the fire and Facts. ups and downs that you don't know, know how to actually bounce back from because you don't have a person guiding you the entire time. So I feel like just finding a mentor that you could pretty much um you know learn from how they, how they learn from, from from their experiences, mm. and then from that point, I feel like it'll make things a lot easier. But That's th- probably the, the most important thing. I know a, a common question people ask me. They were like, "How do I know it's a it's a it's a good mentor?" Because there's a lot of people that's capping on you. As you know, it's a lot of people that's capping on yeah. us. So some people might say, if they're not experienced enough or had those experiences, how do they know to identify this person a good mentor? I, I feel like that kind of is obvious, bro. I agree too. People, you, people yeah, I agree. Yeah, people overthink it. Honestly, yeah. like, I feel like I I can talk to a person for like five minutes and like, like oh yeah, whatever. <laughs> I feel like it's very, it's very, very obvious. You know what I'm saying? Just from no, I agree. how they talk, how they carry themselves, how they go about certain situations, um, even how they do business at times. Like I could tell, you know? Um, yeah, just, yeah. That's it. No, I, no, I agree. The reason I ask is because the things that we might consider obvious, some people would be like, like they say, common sense ain't common. Yeah, man. But you got to also be able to feel the energy also. You know what I'm saying? Energy is major. You know, you got to actually be able to like, you know what? Like, damn, like that that person has a good energy about them, you know, like, mm-hmm. like you can't tell, but it's like, it just feels good, you know? Right. Um, I feel like, I mean, I felt people with a, a dark cloud already and that kind of shit. I'm yeah. like, yeah, I gotta, yeah, stay I gotta, away from that person. I gotta get out of here, you know, like, right. and um, even that's obvious to me, you know, yeah, but yeah, I feel yeah. like it's, um, the person feels it. It's a, a case by case thing on, it's like a person has to feel it as an individual, like, you know, yeah. like, you could sense it. Yeah. I don't know, man. Like things just no, I agree. start to ring yeah. off and shit. Yeah, 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 I agree. I agree. Are you uh, actively trading the stock market too? Um, not exactly. No. Oh, no. Um, not my not my kind of market. I feel like it's just a market that um, yeah, not my thing. I like the really? index market. Really, index market and currency market. Yeah. Well, you like it a lot better, huh? Yeah, that's important. I have a lot of friends that um trade the stock market, but it's not my thing though. I'm good because okay. remember, like coming from trading inside this market to now converting over into stocks like you know you you got to learn a whole new platform a lot of times which takes time as well um you have to learn all these new ways on how to actually go about things leveraging certain kinds of money and like all, all these things so i feel like it just takes time bro but um what i make does good for me so um yeah, i'm all right good. he's good standing your lane all right. I'm, I'm perfectly fine and yeah. it's a lane that has it's a very very broad lane that that we could all fit so <laughs> I'm not stressing over it. Best advice to somebody that actually wanted to start trading the market today, but they don't know where to start. Um, 
first uh okay so like they have sites like um babypips.com it's yep. free and you could get introduced to the industry um at the most smallest level as far as terminology and that kind of stuff which is perfectly free um and and it's good because like you're not gonna actually invest into a platform as of yet um if you find the information um something that you could actually grasp and like get into cool then start to invest in um a person that pretty much has a program kind of like me i have wall street academy like invest into a program and from there you can actually now learn a methodology methodology to, to now start to actually make money and to navigate through like a, a market and that kind of thing like it could be from the trading platform it could be from the psych the psychological standpoint of trading um a lot of mental health stuff taxes and just the full methodology itself so i feel like just having a platform that covers all that stuff plus more like it's like a one-stop shop um and yeah like yeah just try to actually get on to, get on to something first that could pretty much give you the concepts of what trading is all about how money is made and then invest into something that you could actually now start to make money from yeah but you being like a true car guy talk about because i feel like a lot of people still don't know that even though I know you're not buying them for this reason, but talk about how cars can be an asset because a lot of people look at it no, still no, as a waste of money. No, so all the cars that I do buy is collector cars. Um, uh, like one of my cars is one of 18. One of my cars is one of 600. One of my That's cars crazy. is um, one of like 11 or one of 1,500. And I have a new car that's coming that's one of 6.3. Um, so I only try to buy collectors when it comes to like my supercars um, because for one, like, yeah, they're an appreciating asset for one because mm -hmm. they're they're limited. Um, a lot of my cars are B12s. So at the same time, like all those cars are going to be increasing in value because they stopped making the B12s and now they're going to be having hybrid assist and like all these things. Um, so like the the uh, raw power of like natural cars are slowly dying. So like getting right. on getting onto cars now, I feel like, you know, you're getting that value. But like every single car that I've bought from 2020 onto now, they're already up like a hundred thousand one hundred and one hundred fifty thousand dollars like even the piece of that i have bought for, mm -hmm. for the 510 630 like right now that's 630 crazy. and you said you, you said pay five for it right 510 that's crazy yeah um the, uh, one of the lamborghinis that i have it's uh bought it for 425 it's now worth like around like six flat you know what i'm saying so like mm -hmm. it could it could be an appreciating asset just which car which are car? you buying that matters you can't buy a Honda Civic and think that you're going to gain value. Like, it doesn't make sense. Like, so, like, buying cars that pretty much are collector items, right. um, the, the highest tier in, like, a certain car class and that kind of stuff, those are cars that you could actually gain value from. Do you act, The ones that you collect, are you actively driving them? Every day. Are you actively driving yeah, them? Every day. I have, my, I have fun with my cars, of course. Like, right, it's right, not right. just going to sit down there and don't ever get driven. But at the same time, um, yeah, like, I have fun with my cars. But at the same time, like, I spread out my mileage because I have a, a lot of cars. So it's not like all that model is going on to like one car or two cars is being spread out. So I still have my fun um, as well as making sure that value is still being held up, you know, enough. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I asked cause I met this, I met this guy a while back. He was an older guy, by the way. And he had a, he had like 40 some cars, but he didn't drive none Crazy. of them. Yeah. I mean, those are the collector collectors. I feel like eventually I'll have certain cars that's like that. But for the most part now, I mean, still young, still having fun. Um, yeah. Like you buy the cars for a reason, you know what I'm saying? So like just have, just have have fun. Like if you, you, you lose money on it, cool, whatever. But at least you actually had fun on that mileage that, that you drove the car, you know? So it's not always about the money. It's about the enjoyment and experience of, of the cars as well. Yeah. What, what do you, um, five, 10 years from now, what do you see yourself? Um, hard to say, man. I feel like, uh, I've done a lot in the, in, since 2014 alone. 
So I feel like, you know, plus 10 years, like, that's crazy, man. Like, I can't even, like, fathom that, honestly. <laughs> um, it's taking day by day, man. Like, just trying to, like, trying to get all my, my business and that kind of stuff, like, pumping at, like, the the highest level um, versus actually trying to actually open up new different business e e each and every year. Focusing on all the current brands that I have, like, now. And, yeah, just, like, try to see, see the best in all those brands and go from there, really. But at the same time, like, to say like where I'll be in 10 years, who knows, man? Like hopefully I'll be alive and healthy mainly, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you ever, do you ever uh, feel content? Um, there, there's many times that I do, but, and then I, I got friends that that's doing more at times too. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it's kind of like, it's, it's hard to, to feel content. Um, when you have friends that's like in friendly competition, like with you also, you know what I'm saying? Like we, we kind of push each other too. So I think that's important to have. Yeah, of course, of course, it's very important. I feel like you, you have to have like that friendly competition to um keep you striving for like that next level, and, and whichever that next level means for you. Like you know, you're striving for something greater than where you currently are. Yeah. And this 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 uh my final question I got for you. So if somebody listening to this, what's what the bit the the best the biggest piece of advice you could give them to actively start their uh, life on a better path? What would you give them right now? Um, take the chance. Take a risk. Oh. Take a risk. Like that's. That's pretty much step one. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you're not trying to actually take any kind of risk in life, then I feel like you don't really deserve much. Damn. That's what that's what it is, right? Yeah, I agree. You don't believe so? Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I, no, <laughs> so, I completely agree. Yeah, like, but I mean, you know, you know I, I, I like when sometimes when people speak straightforward like you because yeah, yeah. I think people need those harsh realities. Some people consider that harsh. Yeah. But man, I yeah. agree completely. But, I mean, it's it's the reality of, of the situation. Like, if you're a person that pretty much want to stick to, like, that, like, uh, like uh, what is it called? Like, in, um... In, uh, the rat race in bowling, not uh, in bowling, like the, the ding, uh, ding, 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 ding. Oh, like, the uh, gutter, huh? The gutters? No, the things that um come up on the side of the thing, so you don't go in, in the gutter. Uh, I don't know what the, that shit. The, um, railings, the rails, like, yeah. yeah the rails. If you want to stick into a life that pretty much like you have railings the entire time, like right. I mean, cool, and then like all right, go to high school, graduate, go to college, graduate, go to, go to a job that you know is paying you forty k a year, cool, like you could. You could survive, you no, know, <laughs> um, but if you're a person that pretty much, you know, sees like what life can actually be um, and you want to strive for that, then you got to, you know, take some extra risks. I agree with that. So, yeah. So sometimes people think it's some like magic trick or some, some crazy secret you're going to get them when it's really. Nah, it's, it's just effort, man. Effort, passion, um, and just a lot of time. A lot of time. A lot of time. Yeah. Yeah. I I I, uh, I was recording a couple of days ago. I had a guy. He was he built multiple eight figure businesses. He was telling me he worked seventy hours a week. He was like, if you ain't working seventy hours a week, don't tell me about what you ain't doing. That's the thing, but <laughs> why is he counting? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> if you're work like like, why is he counting? Like, I could work all think, day and not, think, and not even make it seem like work. Like, I'm just living. But at the right. same time, like, a business is such a part of like my life that. No, we're just living. Like we yeah. talk business, like right now. You know what I'm saying? Whatever. Like it's just, it's that's literally three days. No, you of right. just all working. Out. I feel like if you're passionate about something, then then you're not He's counting. Doing it. You're I not think counting. His, I think his point was though, because he was just saying like you can't ex do minimum work and expect to get maximum results. Hundred percent. He was saying you have to work, put hella, hella, hella hours into it. Yeah, but also don't count your hours. If you're mm, passionate yeah. about something, then you're just doing it. Versus saying, damn man, I put in ten hours today. You're just grinding. That's a that's a hell of a perspective. Yeah, you're just grinding. Like if like if you're playing basketball, right, and you're 
trying to be the um the um, best player ever. Like you're gonna stay inside the gym on, until the fucking gym lights all come day. Up. You don't care about the time. Nope. You, you you're just playing. You're practicing. Like you're not even worried about time. Like oh shit, it been like ten hours. Oh shit, I didn't even notice. You know what I'm saying? Like you know. No, you were no, you're right. If you if you once you really love something, but I think that's probably more so for people that actually not in love with what they're doing. They gotta force themselves, they probably need the actual time limit to stick in there. Cause you got some people, like we know a lot of people don't really love what they're doing for real. 100%. Even the even the ones that's making money. Hundred percent, hundred percent. Yeah. But they probably they're just good at it, but right. they're not really passionate about it. Yeah. With that being said, do you think um do you think trading is more like a is it some kind of like natural gift that's a part of it too? I wouldn't say that. Um I feel like everybody can learn it. Like, um, keep in mind, like I have my, my youngest student now is like fourteen. Um, older student is like 60, 60 something years old. That's crazy. So the range is crazy. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So I feel like it's not natural. I feel like you could definitely de develop the skill. Of course, um, I've seen it done thousands of times. But you know, you got to be a, a certain kind of person that's that's open to learning something new, and that's very very different from what they're used to as far as language wise, the amount of hours that they're, they're Putting in wise, the kind of um, reward that it could get out of that certain oh, yeah. skill set. Like trading alone doesn't really have that much downside. You know what I'm saying? Like it's, it's not really much. It has a lot of upside, but not much downside to it. For, for one, the upside is um, it's a market that's open six days a week, 24 hours a day. Mm -hmm. For one, you can make as much money as you want to when it comes down to it. There, there's no cap on how much you, you as a person can actually make. For three, it's generational knowledge. You could teach your kids this plus more, you know. Um, and yeah, like you could teach a friend this, like your, your mom, sister, whatever. Like it's, it's, it's no limits. Like you don't have to. You could be a felon, a three-time felon, and still learn trading and still do great. Right. I have a person in jail, like right now. That's he just showed me a video of him having pictures of trading stuff on his his wall and everything in jail. It's crazy. That's wild. Crazy, and he comes out in January, and and he's been riding me for the past like two years. Actively trading. Actively trading still. He, and he's on my program. <sighs> Look at that. Swear to God. I'm not crazy. Believing. That's crazy. And the part the part about that is like, it kind of showed me like, yo, bro, like you could be any race, any, anything. It doesn't matter what walk of life you're coming from. You could still learn this right. So like oh. it's, you know, it's, it's open to literally any and everybody mm. as long as you're open to actually receiving that as well. Mm, and that's game, bro. And with, and with that being said, I just want to say, man, I appreciate you coming out. I, I DM'd you. You hit me right back. A couple of days later, you had the fight book and you yeah, here yeah. in the studio. So quick I, and easy, man. Yeah. yeah, quick and easy. I appreciate that, bro. But, but before I let you go, plug in all your stuff where people can follow you. They can uh, tap into the programs, everything. I mean, everything is pretty much um, the same handle um, at QBank, C U E B A N K S. Um, yeah, verified on IG. So you can't, well, don't get scammed. Bye. Man, you gotta say that. Listen, like it's like about three hundred fake pages just you, you know floating around. So at the same time, just um verified. So yeah, you can't miss me. Y'all make sure y'all tap in with him, man. And y'all can follow me on all platforms at uh Xavier C. Miller and follow the Million Mindsets everywhere on all platforms. And that's all I got for you on this episode of Million Mindset Podcast. See you guys next episode. Peace. Yeah, peace out. Gotta get your brain right if you're trying to make a million dollars If you ain't gonna do it for yourself, then do it for your mama Only stay surrounded by them people if you know they solid Elevate your hustle up today to double up your profit Trying to learn some game, Xavier gonna talk about it No Deanna speak that shit that everybody vouches Ain't no more excuses valid, get up off the couch and get up in your bag To your bank account, need an accountant